0: I hope you had a wonderful week There's a story told about Rabbi Yashif. One time he had to come in from Mert Yisrael To get a certain procedure done And after the procedure He was persistent In finding out how to say thank you in English And his Talmudim Asked him, Rabbi. don't worry. You're a masmid. You don't have to take care of the thank you. We'll, we'll say thank you to the doctor for you. Don't worry about it. And Rabbi Asher said, no, no, no. I want to thank the doctor in a language he knows how to say thank you. And they practiced a few times, thank you, thank you, until Rabbi Yashu had it. And afterwards, he was able to say and give a wholesome and hearty thank you to the doctor, in a language he understood. And... the character traits, the midas, the lifestyle that Gedalim pursued isn't for naught, it's not coincidental, it's for us to learn from. And in this partial, this mida vakar satoiv to take it to the farthest degree, to utilize it to its maximum, to be thankful, to be cognizant, alert, and aware of goodness bestowed to us from others, from Hashem. It's a tremendous lesson, as we'll see, that we will learn in this parasha. In this parasha, regarding the Makkah of lice, the kinim, the Torah tells us that it was Aaron who was commanded in bringing about this Makkah. Rashi explains that the reason why Moshe Rabbeinu couldn't bring this Makkah forth, was because Moshe Benu in last week's parsha was saved by the sand, because when he saw the Mitzri, killing his fellow brother, Moshe Beinu struck the Mitzri, he died, and subsequently Moshe Benu went, and hit him in the sand, by T'minu Bechel, he hit him, and the sand, essentially saved Moshe Benu's life, it covered his action. Now, therefore, says Rashi, Rashi, our parasha, Baikinim, that for this reason, for the fact that Moshe Benu was a beneficiary, he benefited from the sand. It wasn't raw, it was unfit. It would have been inconsiderate for Moshe Benu to have gone and hit the sand and turn it into life. So therefore, Aaron had to bring about this makkah. So there are three questions, there are probably more, but three questions that I would like to deal with. The first one The dust, sand, earth Is what the swarm call a demon It's an inanimate object It doesn't speak It doesn't have feelings It doesn't have emotions It's not asking for thanks It doesn't know if he thanked it or not So How does the whole Indian of thanks How do we understand this? That Moshe Beno even had to thank the sand That he was required to give a karsat to the sand How could that be? Question number two Why indeed did Hashem orchestrate that The Tamakas The beginning of the greatest revelation ever Of Hashem's hand Starting with the Tamakas Ending with Hesias Mitzrayim With Chris Yamsuf The most unbelievable miracles That ever happened That will ever happen That Kaisa will ever exhibit Why was this the prerequisite That Moshe Rabbeinu had to abstain He had to sit on the sidelines. He was demonic. He was the leader of Kaisal at the time. Wouldn't have been fit for him to have brought about the first Makkah. So why did Hashem indeed make it that HaKar Satoi was going to be the foundation for Yitzhia Smentran? Aaron is going to start the Kinim. He'll bring the other Makkahs. Bain is going to sit on the side. And after the first three, then we'll bring of the leader in why couldn't Hashem we get it the other way? Maybe Moshe Rabbeinu could have started the first couple and then Aaron could have done the kingdom. Why was this so important right now that Moshe Rabbeinu had to remember the sand? And lastly, Moshe Rabbeinu was reported. Dasan Aviram saw what had transpired when he killed the Mitzri and they reported him to Pyre and now Moshe life was endangered. So he didn't even get benefit, he wasn't even saved by the sand, and yet, Rashi tells us that he had to give a karsatav to the sand, why? He didn't even get benefit, he ended up getting discovered, revealed, so what kind of thanks was he required to give to the sand? So there's a famous yisoyr, but it's always important to reiterate, and to repeat them and say them over, um... (laughs) Ruchum the, <laughs> the, <laughs> the, <laughs> the <laughs> of <me> and of Dasar, <Desser> the Melio, they say as follows. They say that the Ysoir, the idea, the concept of a Satoiv isn't what the Gaim call to pay the debt of gratitude. Because if that was the Psha that we just have to give a thanks, we have to absolve ourselves, we have to just make sure that the person who did us the favor hears the words thank you, then It wouldn't make sense to say thank you to Sand. But, says Yeruchim, says of Dessler, Hakar Satoiv is making the recipient, the thanker, into a better person. How so? Because when he has to realize, when he has to open his eyes, when he has to be submissive and realize that he needs the hand of other people, he needs that Tava, the goodness, the kindness of other people. That makes him into a more thankful Makar That makes him into a more accepting, cognizant and alert person. And it won't just lead to him thanking other people, but ultimately it will make him into a better Evel Hashem because he'll be able to see the greatness in even what we call small things. As we say, On every breath, I'll thank you Hashem. And when we exercise this midah with people, with our friends, it's not only to give thanks to the one who did kindness to us, it's to make us better, make us more aware and alert of the hatavah of the kindness of Hashem. And when we become bigger, we'll be able to see the kindness in Hashem, everything we do, everywhere we go. And that's why the midah of Akar is so important. The Medjash goes so far to say that if one doesn't exercise this middah, if one does not have this midah of Akarsatayv, He'll become a khaifr in Hashem. Why is that? Rabbi explains, based on what we've said, that of course, if he doesn't exercise this middah, if he doesn't see the goodness in other people, from other people, he's not going to see the hand of Hashem because he's never exercised what it means to look out of his Dalamas. When he sees beyond, when he sees the goodness and the kindness of others, in turn, he'll be able to see the hand of Hashem in everything, in the small things, the day-to-day activity, even without all excitement, new things, big things, and the small, simple things, he'll be able to say, wow, this is amazing. I went outside. I went for a walk. The sun is shining. I have a happy family. I have bread. I have chicken. I have milk. I have eggs. Whatever it is, Hashem took care of everything. Hashem takes care of everything. And when he has that mindset, he has everything. Accordingly, we can answer all the questions we started off with. The reason why Mereshul had to give a Kar to the Rock wasn't because the rock needed his thanks. It's because Marisha B'enu had to become better from it. It was going to make him better. That even if dust, if afar, if sand did him a favor, Marisha B'enu had to see the good in the sand and he had to think. He had to be submissive even to the sand. Why did he have to give a Sataiv even though ultimately the sand didn't save him? So Salman explains, For those few moments of yishuv hadas, of inner content and peace, of tranquility, of Shalva, Menuchah, Menuchah Sanefesh, for those couple of minutes, or maybe it was hours, until his actions were reported to Pirate, just for that itself, the of the obligation of akar Toiv, goes so far, that for that as well, he was obligated in giving akar Toiv to this end. And lastly, why was it that Hashem orchestrated all the miracles of Yitzhia Mitzrayim? It began with this, you saw with this idea, with this concept of a kar because a kar satov means implementing and establishing that there's a banished love, that there's a creator. Only once that's firmly established, only then can we go on to have amunah in him. Since the makkas, the whole idea, the whole reason why Hashem bought these l'mal menateva, was in order to boost, enrich, and enhance our amunah in Hashem, to see Hashem's ashkacha, we want to build our amunah from that. But we can only have emuna once we have a hakkar. We have a recognition that there is an ebeshter, that there is a kaddish baruch So therefore, Hashem first had it be implanted and established with hakara satayv, being truly makir, recognizing toiv, the true bestower of good, which is referring to Hashem. Only after that would the makus, would their lesson of Amuna be able to be implemented into the nishamas of every year, but without firmly establishing, without having the hakara in motion first, then there's nothing to be Maiman and There's no place for muna without having reached first base. Based on this, Rav Huttner says a beautiful idea. The word Haida, which literally means thanks, moidim, haidah. The shayush of the word Haida is moidah, to thank, but it also means to admit. Thanks and admit. If Hudner explains the reason for this, the reason why the word *maida* has two meanings, thanks and admit, the answer is because it's only a person who can admit, who can be submissive, who can have true humility to lower himself down and realize that he's nothing, to realize that there's a God who runs everything, who orchestrates everything, only that person can come to thanks. But an arrogant person, a person who's stuck up, who has no midah of anava, who's not humble, for him it's impossible to say thank you. That's why arrogant people can't say thank you. Because they can't lower themselves down. So therefore, only a person who can admit could come to true thanks. That's why the word muida has these two meanings. Because they're synonymous. You can't break them up. And the message is, that the more thankful, the more cognizant and mindful we are of the Atav HaKadosh Baruch of the kindness and the never-ending, the constant good that Hashem showers on us, just like in the time of Mitzrayim, where that was a prerequisite, where that was an essential key in order to merit the Yeshua of Yitzhiya's Mitzrayim, only once there was a true Hakara of Hakara Satoiv, of realizing there was a Hashem, only then were they zeichet to the Nisim of Kriyasi Yamsuf, of all the Marcus. With Hashem's help, when we work and strive to be bigger Makirei Toiv, with that, Amritsh will come a greater level of Amuna, And Amritsh we should all be zeichet to see the personal Nisim that we all need in our lives. Have a wonderful Shabbos.